You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides, your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 59, recorded March 9th. Wait, yeah, 9th. 2020. You were just so particularly feeling yourself on that intro. I was. Like, he closed his eyes for that, you guys. Feeling all tingly now. (laughs) Um, The topic for this episode is The Dreaming City Part 2. I'm going to be your host tonight. I am Elemist. This is Mrs. Hyven. And the reason Elemist was feeling just so tingly is because tonight... We've got Just Flamin' back. Hi. Except now he's Daddy Flamin'. That's Ooh. true. He is. Daddy Flamin', Just Flamin', whatever you like to call him. He's Flamin'. Xbox name changes. like Good old Flamin'. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, jumping right into it. We encourage feedback. That can be sent to us on Twitter. At, at Guardians underscore Lore. At hey, it's orchid at Mrs. underscore hyven or at I underscore am underscore elemist. Uh, you can also email us at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. Find us on Instagram at guardians so flore. <laughs> Love me some guardians so flore. Or for those of you who need the uh, English translation, guardians of lore. <laughs> <laughs> no underscores because that was taken. Yeah. Uh, you can leave us a review. And you know what? If you leave us a review, jump in our Discord and let us know. Mm-hmm. We love to read the reviews. We love to see all the shout outs that people get us. And ultimately, we're trying to create a better product for you guys. So if you guys are like, guys, this Just Flamin' Kid or Daddy Flamin', whatever the F you want to call him, he sucks. Please don't have him on again. I mean, just let us know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or if he's like the best thing you've heard all day and you just need more flaming in your life because who doesn't? Let us know that. Oh, well, facts. <laughs> yeah. His ego is getting inflated now. Humble. Oh, but it's just a little baby ego. It's so cute. Humble. I'm so humble. Is this a real song? Yes. I really hope so. It is. It really is. I'm going to look for it during our first reading. Um, I was about to say, I thought you were reading for a second there, and I was like, well, that's not a smart plan. Right. Back to the episode. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. You can also find our info at thelorenetwork.com, alongside many impressive lore content creators. It's the brainchild of Blue Crew 86 from Focus Fire Chat, and we're stoked that we're still a part of that. Yep, yep, yep. To the point that, like, in a couple hours, you guys will be able to hear us streaming with Focus Fire Chat. Oh, yeah, because this drops Friday morning. Yeah. Look out for us, you guys. I will be joining for part three along with Alamis and Orchid. And then Hyde and I will be switching out for the actual lore topics because... Well, I'm the social butterfly, and he's the one who actually knows what he's talking about. 
So that's how we do marriage, dividing and conquering. And Elmas and Orchid will be there for it all. Also, I can't stay up past like midnight, so. Yeah. <laughs> the last time we recorded, we were up until like 4 a.m. Oh, heck no. You can have me for top was, three and that's it. It was long, but it oh. was amazing. Um. Um. Anyways, let's just move <laughs> right away from that. <laughs> Flaming face is hysterical. On a side note, though, we order fruit at work, you guys, and the bananas that came in today were ginormous. And, like, it's ridiculous. Like, you see, can't not think about that when you see bananas that big. See, okay. And the long. Way, Wait, big and long. There the was long-ass bananas. So the best way to eat a banana? <laughs> Lots of eye contact. Lots of eye contact. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So... You maintain eye contact to assert your dominance. No blinking. I'm going to go into work tomorrow, and I'm going to eat a banana, and I'm going to just stare at my deskmate, Kendall, and she's going to be really uncomfortable. And I'll report back next week, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you can't See, blink. Prob- you just have to be there. Like, See, the problem there, Flamin, is the fact that like you're not eating a banana. That would totally work oh. if you were eating a banana. Damn. Gosh darn it, why don't you have bananas just at the ready all the time? I don't know. I guess I'm falling down, dropping the ball. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, We also have our Teespring store. Yes, we do. We just dropped cheese as a meal this month, you guys. So if you are looking to support Orchid in her ever- a never-ending fight of cheese uh, being a sustainable meal. Go wear your pride. Or if you're just doing keto and want people to know that cheese is basically all you can eat, get that shirt too, because that's what my mom did. And if you're on Team Elemist where cheese is not a meal, There's don't no buy There's no effing shirt for you because we don't care and you're wrong. Buy the original shirt. <laughs> so... Is this just cheese by itself? Yeah. Layman, like... where have you been for this entire argument? Okay, real quick, we're going to just start moving right into the twoggle because that's a 20-minute time limit, and I feel like this is the exact conversation we need to have for it. So this week at Guardians <laughs> of Lore, how the F do you not know this argument, Flamen? <laughs> yes, this is cheese as a meal by itself, nothing else, because you don't need it. It is protein. It is a milk loaf, and it will sustain you. Sustain? How much do I have? I'm not saying you need I, it for every meal, but to eat it as like a general breakfast meal, like that's going to get you to lunch. That protein is going to help you. Uh, see, I can already I see Flame and his team Elemist. No, no, no. And let's look up the definition of a meal because Elemist totally sold himself out when he sent us the definition of a meal. Let's see. Of meal. All Does right. have a teespring though? Yeah, we do have a Teespring. I'm like so far behind on what is going on, apparently. God dang it. Why are you even on our podcast right now? Jeez. No, it's cool. It's cool. Yes. Uh, It actually only released back on February 25th. So you're not that far behind. Um, We release a new shirt every month. The original shirt, Guardians of Lore shirt, released with the drop of the store. And on March 1st, we released Cheese as a Meal. 
I don't really know what I'm planning on releasing for April 1st. I'm thinking maybe Transition Brother just because it's got some green in it and, you know, St. Patty's I'm Day. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. And, like, it's a it's an Elemis support shirt. So I've been working on Tree Searcher. Uh, it'll probably be done by then, but I think I'm going to hold off. That's my baby. I want to get that one just right because that one is such a beautiful design. Anyways, back to definition of a meal. <laughs> it is... Any of the regular occasions in a day when a reasonably large amount of food is eaten, such as breakfast, lunch, or dinner. So all it takes is for you to eat a reasonably large amount of cheese at one of the breakfast, lunch, or dinner slots of the day, and boom, meal. A reasonably large amount. You eat that much, you're going to have problems. Look, some people like to have good poops, all right? I bet Hyman would love a good poop right now. That Burger King really messed him up, man. <laughs> Probably not going to poop for days. That's what happened after we got married and they shoved him full of Taco Bell. But then Sean decided he needed Subway because Sean never feeds himself properly despite his allergens. And they had already shoved my husband full of Taco Bell. So between that and getting married, he didn't poop for like the first three days on our honeymoon. It was ridiculous. I think Sean. Everything's his fault. Uh, she's... <laughs> doesn't make you poop it does if you're lactose intolerant point <sighs> like bro i am very like lactose sensitive but that does not stop me from ice cream or cheese and my pasta i'm not like a straight cheese person but i love me some tortellini mm. oh yeah no i'm quarter italian like cheese belongs in every meal but it is an additive. It is not. Again, we just looked at the definition meal. of a meal. And honestly, as an Italian, you should be proud that your girlfriend is taking cheese up a notch. Proud. You guys not have Heather Gray as an option? What? Do you mean for shirts? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Um, well, this is the toggle where we talk about anything. So let's take a yeah. look here. Our unisex pullover hoodie. There's two different kinds of gray on there. Honestly, I don't. Does it tell me what colors these are? I mean, there's a dark gray and a light gray. I don't. Why doesn't it tell me like the color name? Hey, supplement. Yes. How excited are you for trials? <laughs> um, you know, I'm excited that there's like the end game PvP coming back. You know, there's because sure there's Iron Banner, but what is it? But like, three times a season? Well, like it, it's once a month. Okay, yeah, so once a month. Versus, you know, every single weekend. It's like, you know, it actually kind of gives PvPers, PvPers, people who play PvP, whatever, you know, the PvP side of the community, you know, something to kind of, yeah, you know, something to kind of strive for and like, you know, because sure, playing comp and elimination and, all that's fun, but you know, what do you really get? Enhancement cores for Legend? It, 
don't know. It will be nice. It's nice to kind of have that end goal or end game type stuff for PvP. But then also, too, it's like I have a whole bunch of questions about it that are only going to be answered. That first weekend? Yeah, because it's like, you know, are they going to do lock loadouts or. Oh, God, I hope so. It's like, because sometimes it's like. So do lock loadouts I, mean like when you start going into like your trials matchup, like you can't change it? Correct. Yeah. Like so, like with, for all nine of the trials matches, if you were to like oh no 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 go all it, nine, because no, you can't change match. during the matches. Correct. Correct. Well, that's nice. I've been and getting more into comp, y'all. So I somewhat understand what we're talking about here. See now, I'm excited because as a PVE warrior. Those weekends are going to give me a chance to actually grind comp. Why? Because, because all the other sweaty people will be in trials. Because all and not the sweaty comp? people are going to be in trials. And if I do it on Iron Banner weekend, or yeah, the Iron Banner week, people are either going to be in trials or Iron Banner. Look, it sounds like you're just wimping out here. Yeah. No, it's, it's more. My like... first comp match, I went in with my husband who was at mythic level. Get on my level. First comp match ever, bruh. Sorry, I'm getting really like sweaty and gamer and gross now. Anyways, Flamin', yeah, we have dark cover. It comes in dark cover. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's an option. I double checked for you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. It actually comes in pretty sweet. Uh, not Arf got one, and he posted a picture in our Discord and on Twitter. It looks real nice. It does. Oh. So you can get a dark heather. Yes. Or just screw it all and get blue. You can also get it in sport gray or charcoal. I mean, there's multiple colors. Yeah, black, navy, royal blue, red, purple, forest green. And yes, I am about to name all of these. Azalea, because apparently pink was just too bland. Um, Light (laughs) pink. And heliconia. Because magenta, or once again, pink, too bland. <laughs> pink was not used at any point. Is this pink? No, cardinal red. No pink. No pink. Carolina blue. Safety orange. Not just orange. We're going to be safe, y'all. Maroon. And uh, this green one's not popping up. Let's see. Ooh, ooh. Irish green. Forest and Irish green. Because once again... Green is not a sufficient color for Teespring. I like it. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, I'm actually probably going to order like a shirt and a, a hoodie sometime in the next week or so. Because I got to represent, yo. I know. I mean, I, I still have that one shirt for you. The one that was like one of my first attempts. So it's not even the official logo. I have like two janky shirts and one that's actually the logo on a like pink tank top, which I'm obsessed with. Um, but yeah, like after I stopped buying test shirts, I stopped buying them and I was like, crap, I need shirts. Although my mom said she'd buy me a cheese as a meal shirt. I should take her up on that. But I want to I need to put it up in <laughs> V-neck because I want it in V-neck. Orchid bought her cheese as a meal shirt in purple. So I'm really excited to see how the purple comes um, contrasting with the yellow coloring. I think it's gonna look really nice. Yeah. So it yeah. probably will. Yeah. 
Well, considering they're like complementary colors because they're opposite each other on the color wheel and all. Yeah. Art facts, boom. Right. <laughs> Anywho, uh, final thoughts for Twoggle? Flamin, do you have anything else you need to say to the people? Uh, don't use Revoker in Trials. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I expected. Please, you said please. He asked that. nicely, you guys. Holy crap. I second that. It is That's such an annoying weapon. That's another reason, too, why I don't want locked loadouts. It'd just be Revoker. I think locked loadouts would be nice. Some people can't change their stuff. And that's one less thing I have to worry about as I'm trying to play. And maybe I'm wrong. Don't worry, if I am, Hyvin will tell me when he listens back to this. He'll be like, babe, you like lock loadouts? Are you serious? Let me tell you all the reasons you're wrong. But it's okay. Because he explains them to me nicely in a way that I can actually understand and learn and grasp from it. And that's why I'm doing better in comp these days. Because I'm actually learning, you guys. Oh, He's a very thoughtful teacher, and I love him so much. And that's why I married his squishy little face. I tried to give him some boops on the nose earlier today. He did not like it, but that's because he's not feeling well. And now I've gone full-blown Minnesota, Sash, Alaska, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to come out. Who will? Who will? <laughs> this is what I happens know, when Hyman's sent here. I noticed it halfway through. I just heard a grumble from the couch. Go, what the? <laughs> What'd you say? Oh, no, he didn't say what the. He said moose meat. Because my husband gets me. <laughs> moose meat. It's so moose the meat. whole way my accent started was I was making fun of a video of Jenna Marbles making fun of Sarah Palin. So, I mean, this is like way back in the day when Sarah Palin was like running for vice president and whatnot. Um, and Jenna Marbles was still like a hip thing that she watched in like middle school and high school. Um, maybe not you, Flamin, and maybe not you, Elmas. Actually, we're all very different ages here. Anyways. Um, yeah. <laughs> so she was making fun of Sarah Palin and she was baking cookies in some jazzy American shorts that she was pretty sure were man's boxers and um, like a blue bikini top. And she's talking about how you can make some chocolate chip cookies um, out of this fresh homemade recipe that she had. And so she adds all the ingredients. And so when you put the eggs in the bowl, you don't crack them because that's abortion. That's one of the things she said. Then um, you add flour, white flour, wow. like Jesus, and black chocolate chips so we're not racist. And then the secret special ingredient is moose meat or any roadkill you have readily available. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's. It's hysterical. I, I highly, don't know how to respond to that. Highly suggest watching it. It's hysterical. I, I don't know how to respond to that. Yeah, you don't. I mean, you she, just don't respond I mean, to Jenna Marbles. And I mean, she's pretty. And she was actually in a few movies that I saw, but Jenna yeah, Marble? was she? Yeah, that that makes sense. People from YouTube got into like actual TV shows and movies back then. I mean, they still do. YouTube's taking over the world. Well, Jeff YouTube Bezos. is owned by Google. YouTube is owned by Google. Ah, uh, I mean, yeah, and Google's definitely taking over the world. Google and Amazon together. Yeah. 
Alexa is totally listening to us right now. Well, even more so because I said her name. She said Play she Moana. Dude. Don't even start. <laughs> Otherwise well, our raw recording is at 21 minutes. So that means our twoggle hasn't even been 20. But it does say max. It doesn't mean we have to hit that 20 minute max. Like, exactly. I don't need to sit here and ramble. So, you know, after Flamin's great revoker tidbit, I think... Actually, I, oh? I, I, I I think I've got one last thing I want to talk about. Ah, God damn it. This is going to suck, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, maybe. So there's a lot of speculation going on about a specific guardian who is seen in the trailer for the next season. Ooh. Yes. Yeah. People think that it's Aldrin. I've heard I that. I need to go watch that trailer, apparently. All I saw was um, the gear that everybody hates the Titans. And, like, that that set isn't that bad. Once you put a shader on it, but what they showed was not, A, was not great, and B, why is the hunter wearing Titan arms? Why? Did you just snort at me back there? I don't even know what the armor looked like, to be honest. Well, Wait, are you talking about the actual design of the arms, or are you talking, like, the symbol on the arm? Like, the style of the arms. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Like, anyway. stop, stop saying you want to be a Titan, but playing Hunter. Like, this is just giving Hunters... Just no. Like, if you're going to be a Titan, be a Titan. If you're going to be a Hunter, be a Hunter. Wear the right stuff. I'll be over here in my floofy effing robe. And honestly, I, I think Warlocks have the best armor for the next Eververse set. Anyways, but anyway, anyway, so a lot of people are speculating that it's Aldrin that's wearing this this uh, helmet that looks like um, it's got like a crow's beak on it. Oh, okay, if you have, I'm finding an article now. It, probably from Paul Dassey. Forbes, actually. Yeah, Paul Tassi. Oh, he's isn't the it? writer. Yeah, he uh, is. He, God dang it, he, you're so smart. He's the only guy on Forbes that actually covers Destiny. I could totally see how that could be him. See, I'm actually hoping that it is, but I'm hoping that we don't really find out until the end of the season. Like, it would be amazing if we had a couple st story missions, like how we did this season, you know, saving Saint-14. But we're just fighting alongside that Guardian. Like, he's a new Guardian. He he's going to shadow you and help you out in this mission. And then at the very end, we find out that it's Aldrin. Like, that's what I'm kind of hoping for. Because then it brings this whole, like, well, what do I do? You know, I've fought alongside him. I've seen he's on my side. What does that mean? What are my actions going to be after that? I it don't brings know. A, it brings a <laughs> whole new, like... <laughs> oh, my God. Well, Apparently, Flamin's still going to shoot him. But, like, I could see it bringing a whole new, like choice into the game 
kind of like how a couple seasons ago it was Drifter versus Vanguard and all that bullshit. Oh Which, yeah, I'm really glad the way, that they uh, gave us that choice, so then we can like never touch on it again. Yeah. Good job, Bungie. And and by the way, it wasn't Drifter versus the Vanguard. It was Drifter versus a single Praxic Warlock. Brick. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on that. On if we well, get Aldrin back and he fights alongside us, how would you feel? I don't know. I feel like that's a pretty bland storyline to reintroduce him. But I guess it doesn't have to be something epic. And I you gotta remember, just, it's, you know, I'm that kid from The Incredibles who's like sitting there watching, and he's like, "What are you waiting for?" And he's like, "Something amazing, I guess." <laughs> I'm that kid. Well, and like you also got to remember, it's seasonal content, so like that could be how the the season ends is with him revealing who he is because we've earned his trust. He tr- he's earned our trust. Yeah. What's the next season even about? So next season, season of the worthy. Yes, season of the worthy. Um, the last scion from this season, one of the web lore only characters, is trying to crash the Almighty into Earth. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember watching. Yeah. Then I saw Trials, and then I got distracted. You're just... You're precious. Oh, hey, a video. Shiny, shiny, shiny. Yep. I made it up to 17 for my power level bonus today. Yep. So precious. Don't ever change. I'm not, like, Quiet, who hasn't finished the... Uh, you don't say that name on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> Alex Fry, who hasn't finished his. Uh, it gives you. You're gonna get there, man. Seal. No, no. Oh yeah, that's right. There's a seal. Don't remind me. <laughs> um, the this obelisks. is quality content provided to you by Fleeman. It gives you reward seizes. Season rank? Season? Season rank. (laughs) What is that stuff called? The battle pass? Yeah. Yep. Those. (laughs) That was a lot of fun to watch. I wish everyone else could have seen that. The hand motions, the gesture, the frustration in the face when he couldn't remember. Right. Great. Oh, and that smile when he finally gets it. Flamer's got the cutest little smile. (laughs) It's so adorable. Well, anyways, uh, this has been a successful twoggle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Brief intro to the topic. This lore book mostly takes place between our guardian capturing Skolas and the arrival of Oryx. A few entries will jump around, though. Uh, it's obtained by doing stuff on the Dreaming City, 
So that stuff could be Lost Sectors, Blind Well, Ascendant Challenges. And for the first part of The Dreaming City lore book, go back to episode 58. Like, why are you even starting here? It's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So for those of you who have already listened to 48... Uh, Flamin has set the mood lighting in his room and turned the lights off. So let's get into this lore book reading. Yeah, 58. God dang it. Dyslexia. Um, anyhow. Actually, that's dyscalculia. Look, smart people leave, okay? <laughs> yeah, 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 I, I sh- get to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Only reason oh. I know is because I tutored somebody who had dyscalculia. I didn't know that was a thing, but yes. I say I'm just like he, but only with numbers, so I guess that's what I am. Cool. Like you could give him a year, he could tell you exactly what happened historically, but ask him to multiply two and two, and he would just gloss over. Hmm. Interesting. Well, anyways, Azurim is the title for this book. And when the second solstice began in earnest. Many Awoken and Namakara alike came to the Dreaming City to celebrate the delirious pleasure of being alive. Those who came arrived in the Garden of Asilia, and Azaram was the very last. Seeing him land, Asilia said to him, Ah, you are bold. Do you truly think you've earned the right to revel in this place? And Azaram answering said, Please, wise lady, I've gone round the worlds and through the stars themselves. I have come only to congratulate your people. If you lend me your ear, I can prove I will not waste the mercy you might grant me. And Acelia said to him, We've often lent our ear to your indiscretions. I know what happens to that which is lent to you. I need no assurance. And Azra answering said, my indiscretions? Wise lady, I do admit, I may have whispered truths you gave me to deceive those who would deceive me. But have I ever struck out with hungry fang against your people? Have I set fire to your trust? I have seen the error of my ways. Let me prove to you, oh, how I have changed. And Acelia Though she could see a flickering in Azram's reflection, she could not resist a redemption story. Acelia cast forth her hand and beckoned to Azram in mercy. And Acelia said to him, Join us and be glad, but let me hear your testimony first. And so invited, Azram bowed his crested head and hid a secret smile and spoke with the pardon Acelia had given him. He recounted his many regrets in deceiving the kind merchants in the capital city of Interamnia. He recounted his charity to the wayfaring corsairs who could not have escaped the Heliopause without his aid. He recounted his journey to retrieve the Utex stolen from Palace by the profane scavengers, the Fallen. And he named his friends and those who had shown him kindness. And from the raucous parties beyond the lush gardens of Asilia came an audience of Tecumes in training and flush-cheeked young corsairs. 
They knelt in the dewy grass and they listened. And as they listened, and as Azram spoke, his appetite grew and grew. Night fell on the dreaming city. And Azram said to those who knelt enraptured, Come, let me sing to you of extinction. Let me sing to you of lives lost in beautiful places. O oh, audience mine, sing with me, sing. He bade them rise and led them singing down and away from the guardian, gardens of Acelia. He spread his wings and flew out into the empty air beyond the steep cliffs that bordered the gardens. And to those who happened to glance towards the gardens from far off pavilions, it seemed a merry parade, a joyous chorus. And they did not hear the singing stop, and they did not hear the bodies dashed against the shore below, and they did not see Azram grow or laugh or flee. So he just killed them? I know, right? Did you just like march them to their death, is what we're saying here? Yeah. Well, so so you have to realize Azram is an Ahamkara. Okay, that's what I was picking up at the very so end. Feeding so was, him. And, and the very line that tips everybody off is, oh, audience, mine. Yeah. Because Ahamkara I speak, mean, oh, blank, mine. Between that and the creepy smile when he bowed his head, you could tell he wasn't a good guy. Or yeah. Ahamkara. I don't, those aren't always gender specific. I don't know. <laughs> well, and, and it always referred to him as he in there. So. Yes. Yeah. I'm not crazy. Score. Nope, you're not. Um, not for that, anyways. Yeah, you're crazy for plenty of other reasons. Um, mm. So, yeah. Kind of a gruesome ending to a bunch of Awoken. It's very, like, Pied Piper-esque. Yeah. That's what makes me think Cause, like, Because, like, he's spinning all these tales and you know he's singing to them and all of a sudden they just go off a cliff yeah playman do you have any more thoughts about uh jumping off cliffs to your death to feed an ahamkara's worm their worm well so there's a thing about ahamkara apparently there's there's a theory i win There's a theory that Ahamkara and the hive worms are like they have a common ancestor. Well, I just think that they all have worms because they're all creepy. And Aldrin has a strawberry brain. So Well well, so Ahamkara themselves don't <laughs> have worms, but the theory No, is they that... do, gosh darn it. No, I was right and Flame was wrong. Darn you. Never mind. The, I was probably the theory okay. is that an ancestor of theirs was a worm. Well, Aldrin still has a strawberry brain, so. Well, yeah. I love the look of realization on Flamin's face. Well, at first I'm like, okay, you know, they're at this party, you know, they're having a good time. And then it turns into like this kind of he has them all jump off this cliff and it's just it goes to this dark place real quick it's it's just, like the pied piper at the red wedding kind of thing 
like everybody's dead. Yeah. Except the one who let them off. I mean, come on, guys. If your parties aren't ending with you taking half of the party and leading them off the cliff, did you like even party? That's how most of my raids go. <laughs> you mean your practice runs? She's using air quotes, but yes, practice runs. <laughs> I made a friend in comp this week and I told him about your practice runs. I specifically friend requested him because um, his name was Dusty Sticks and he was playing with Mrs. Dusty Sticks. And it's the first time I've ever found like a Mr. and Mrs. like name like that, like hive in nice. my so I was real excited. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's how I make friends, you guys. <laughs> oh, and Hyman's over there like, what? Let's go. Yeah. She was doing really good, too. I was, like, really impressed. And then he told me that she's pretty new. So she'll kick my butt soon enough. Uh, you'll, you're good enough. <laughs> Do you want to move on to ba ba Bamberg? Bamberga. Bamberga. It's almost like bamboozled, but not. Yeah, I'm good with this. Copy. Bamberga. Orin RCLJN3Y. JPYQ79YER. Afel Rel. Afel Rel. Type, AFL REL. Violet clearance only. Index, event 2PAL-A. OTDR-4-REL. Event 2PAL-B. OTDR-4-REL. Event 4VES-A. OTDR-4-REL. Event 4 vess Dash B, OTDR dash four dash rel, event four vess C, OTDR dash four dash rel, event four vess D, OTDR dash four dash rel, event four vess dash E, OTDR dash four dash rel, event seven IRI dash A. OTDR-4-REL. Summary of SBU Aphelion incidents follows below. Event 2, PAL-A, OTDR-4-REL. Information received April 9th through 18th. Time, 229.45, plus 00. From Paladin Nolg. Considered sober. Dependable, not of fantasy. Nolg reported a glowing creature on exterior of his ship, Retribution, moments before routine NLS jump. Retribution, FDR, showed Rad Spike, 5 Sigma, on TEPC, CPDS, and RAM. CPD showed no effect on recommendation of K. Wajd. Nolg was quarantined under Techian supervision for one month. Retribution decommissioned. Set adrift beyond reef. Event 2. PAL-B. OTDR-4-REL. 
information received April 10th through 27th. Time 17 11 56 plus 00. Reef Space Station, Amestris, then under construction, issued six unique distress calls over a two minute period. Transcripts follow. T1, pan, 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 pan. All stations, all stations, all stations. This is RSS Amestris. We have a possible Skyshock event in progress. Requesting immediate vidcom with any available techian. Static follows. T2. Mayday. 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 All stations. This is RSS Amestris. We are under attack. Our hull has been breached. Mayday. 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 This is RSS Amestris. Please, someone. Static follows. T3-A. I've got it. Hang on. I don't know how to. What's the channel? T3B. They're screaming. Listen, they're all screaming. T3A. Be calm. Help me. What's the channel? T3B. It's the core. It's the core. This is the stalking core. T3A. Shut up. What's the channel? T3B. Oh, no. Oh, please. Please, please. Static follows. T4. Orin, it's me. It's Namchi. I don't think I'm coming home, baby. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, I just want to tell you that I love. Static follows. T5. Mayday, mayday. This is Ben Asar on the RSS Amestris. We are 300 souls aboard. Something is happening. Everything is blue. Something is here. Static follows. T6. Unintelligible. Screaming. Static follows. A SAR fleet found that the Amestris was unsafe to board due to radioactive surface contamination. SAR deployed multiple crow drones for interior survey. No evidence of hull breach was found. No evidence of Maltech detonation was found. No evidence of hostile alien interference was found. No evidence of internal sabotage was found. No survivors were found. Amestris abandoned, set adrift beyond reef. Event 4, VES-A. Q, delete Afel Rel. All right, so I just round of applause for Alamis for doing that. That card actually in the rotation. Holy crap. Yeah, it landed on Flamen, and I was like, sorry, I can't do that to Flamen. Alamis, you're a main host here. You're going to have to take that one for the team. Holy and you crap. did amazing. We're so proud of you. And with just a little bit of editing, it's going to sound flawless to the rest of the world. <laughs> and like, because no, it was, I mean, and because it was all capitalized, I took it as like a security log. Yeah. So yeah. I tried saying it all monotone as yeah. much as possible. Yeah. No, I think you did amazingly. Like seriously, uh. anybody who doesn't understand the struggle that was what Elmish just read, go look up Bamberga <laughs> on a <Star> collective <laughs> because that shit is real. 
Um, it's hard to follow through all of that. As you can see, it looks like we've got multiple, what I would assume are techunes talking because of the T's. Um, that's what I'm Possibly. assuming. Was Namchi a techune? No, no, he's not. <clears throat> so I don't know what the T's stand for here, but we can see that we've got multiple different people um, talking throughout different distress calls because um, we have a T1, a T2, a 3A and 3B, a 4, a 5, and a 6. So we've got at least seven different people talking here, um, at least during the second event. Um, but... And there's eight mm -hmm. events. Oh, but that's all during the second one. Never that's mind. all during the second event. Um, all I can really see from the two events that are actually shown as official summaries is it looks like two different things were set adrift beyond the reef. I'm not really sure what retribution was. Was that a ship it was or a, ship. a creature? It was a ship. Oh, yeah. It uh, says here on his ship retribution moments before. Yeah. And then um, Amatrice, it also says that. It was abandoned, yeah. a mistress, and set adrift beyond reef. It says no survivors were found, but it also says it was abandoned. So do we know that everybody aboard died for sure? Don't know. This is our second car um, in a row of just full-on death. <laughs> Got real depressing up in here. Dreaming City well, is a dark place. It, it really is. The, the story of the Awoken is very depressing. Um, when you start realizing all the deceit that happens and the lies and everything. How but, but there's one thing I would want to point out here. Okay. In the T4 entry, Oren, it's me, Namchi. I don't think I'm coming home, baby. I'm so sorry. So. Yeah, why do I know these names? Oren is the emissary of the nine. Ooh. Namchi is the the Awoken that got exiled because he was teaching her all about the Awoken people. Ooh. Interesting. And there's a line there's a line in game if you go into the reckoning the emissary says Namchi's still out there. Interesting. So now the question is, when will we meet Namchi? Right. When we bum, learn bum, more about bum. the Nine. Right. Or, like, we're over here talking about Aldrin and all this other stuff. And it's like, the Nine are just always looming. You never know when it's going to come back to the Nine. There are so many storylines in if, Destiny. Like, it could just... Oh, God. If you talk, to, If you talk to not ours, it always comes back to the Nine. I mean, if you talk to me and you go from the Awoken, I can make it go to the Nine. Oh, yeah. The Awoken lead us to Mara. Mara leads us to the Pyramid Ships. The Pyramid Ships being destroyed leads us to sure getting away from the Nine. Well, even more. Well, yeah. That's all that matters. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I just want Mara to find some kind of love and stability in her life that she's never known before. She had a brother. Oh, ew. He sucked. <laughs> and he wanted nothing but his sister's love. 
Mm, yeah, a little too much. A little creepy leg there. <laughs> Flamin, you look distraught. Well, I'm trying to figure this out because Good luck. T-2, you know, it says we are under attack. Our hull has been breached. But then once, you know, the uh, multiple crow drones survey it, it says that no evidence of hull breach was found. So I'm and like really confused. This is why we have flame in. I didn't notice that. Because it's like, huh? This is hmm. Something nefarious, perhaps. It says it was unsafe to board due to radioactive surface contamination. And then it's like. That is very interesting. But then there was no. But then they didn't find anything of. Uh, hostile alien interference. Or no evidence of hostile alien interference. Internal sabotage. Survivors, it's like I'm really confused on this whole entire thing. So, yeah, like you think they would have found something because it sounds like a lot of crap went down, and then for it to specifically say hull's been breached and then no hull breach evidence found that's interesting. So, the only thing that I can think of is that whatever this is, it confused the sensors, yeah. So it made them think the hull is breached as it's like... But you think they would have found some evidence of something. All they're finding is radioactive surface contamination. What the heck was this? No idea. For all we know, like, it, it could have just been the void. Your mom's the void. We were having such a good night. 300 <laughs> souls aboard. Just... I don't know. It's like really eerie Oof. to me. I went to the 9-11 museum in New York City and they play some of like the voicemails that were left from people who were on the plane and the one yeah. with Nachi leaving something to Orion, it has like very big like flashbacks to that and I, it's just it's it's insanity like to even like think of the comparison like I mean, can you imagine getting one last phone call to a loved one to tell them like you weren't coming home again. That's like now, that's what they're doing here. Now, what makes it even more nefarious? Event three, the the four of Vess A is deleting the log. Huh. You're right. Huh. Oh, actually, you know what? This looks like a uh, computer input. Like anything with the dollar sign is an actual input. So the copy Bamberga, Orin, all of that at the beginning, and type Afel Rel, those are all inputs. And then the actual, you know, from Violet uh, clearance only onward is the actual log. And then whoever it was hit Q to quit. And then mm -hmm. deleted the log. 
Interesting. Well, since that was a lot of craziness, maybe we should move on to the next one and see what we can figure out there. I'm good with that. My head hurts. Yeah. Flamin, you want to take us into, I don't know, maybe some semblance of normal? Hopefully. <laughs> uh, it's the Awoken. Normal well, is why not normal. I said some. I mean, more than that was. I have to read. Letters. Undelivered. Lost. Did you watch them die? Did you watch me take the knife and carve out each eye? One, two, one, two, three. Did you watch your body rot? Pretend to be aloof, but you've always been defined by your preoccupations. How deeply did you grieve when your bones were crushed to ash and dust? Both crowns have been sundered, and sky save me, but I am unmourned. I have been a blade crying for a hand to wield me for so long. But what is a blade with nothing solid to cut? You will gentle me. You will tell me I can rest. You will try to pull me to the libraries. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. Undelivered. Burnt. Pathetic. The swelling of strong sediment in your chest even as you mourn the world that is and was and will be. I did not go to Mars. I will not go to the Dreaming City. There is only the plan. Undelivered. Lost. Cousin, do you remember the streets of the last city? Do you remember eating fresh red grapes and playing tag between the market stalls? You cannot. We grew, we died, we were reborn. But I remember. It is the one thing I know is true. You used to laugh. What manipulation of the fates has led us each to our own calamities? Forceful looping script. I listen to Vanguard channels every day for news of your death. If and when that news comes, I will fly to you at once. And no matter where I am, and no matter what front I fight on, aggressive pressure carved deep enough into the paper to tear it, I swear it. Delivered. I have been inside. I have nothing but beautiful and violent words for my report. I will meet you at your throne. Okay, so I have first comment, but Elemis, do you want to tell us who's talking and to whom they're talking and what the hell is going on? So, as far as who is talking, I don't know. Because it says, uh, cousin, do you remember the streets of the last city? So, like, like cousin, been thinking, like, looking for news of your death. Right. Streets of the Last City, playing in the market stalls. It talks about both crowns have been sundered, which means they've been split. Like, what crowns are we talking about? Then it ends with, like, I'll meet you at your throne. So, so the crowns, I'm thinking, are the royal family. Aldrin and Mara. But have they been split at this point? Well, Mara's dead as far as the Awoken are concerned. Okay. So and you're saying Aldrin, they've just been like, split apart. Yeah, yeah. And, and Aldrin just died. Oh, this is after Aldrin dies? Well, we only get the, the book after the Dreaming City opens up, and Aldrin is the one who opened it up. We killed him after he opened it. Oh. They didn't do much in the Dreaming City. Um, 
Interesting. But then, like, who's at this throne? That I don't know. Like, hearing that one, I originally thought it was talking, like, maybe Mara's the recipient and Eris is sending it to her. But because, like, it, it's cryptic enough saying, you know, I've been inside. I have nothing but beautiful and violent words. Well, also, I thought Eris just, she popped in my head when three eyes were mentioned. Right. And it's weird. But at the same time, it's talking about cutting them out. So, but I don't know. Just when I hear three eyes, I think Eris. This is just a really weird card. Um, there's also the fact that Eris actually is a hunter, so she would have a knife. Um, and the... Like, I... I d- Flamin, you got thoughts? The undelivered loss, or, you know, damp... Like, the whole undelivered thing. I'm not entirely sure what that means. Because it's like... So... Is that saying that it's like... It was never sent and, like... That one was lost. That one got wet. That one got burnt type of thing. Or So, each one of these entries is a letter. And it's just giving you, like... The... The status of it. So, like, so you're saying out of all reason. of what actually got sent to the actual recipient, the only thing that was delivered was, I have been inside. I have nothing but beautiful and violent words for my report. I will meet you at your throne. Yeah. Not to mention, can we talk about the one undelivered and burnt? It starts out with the Russian word for pathetic. Who's speaking Russian? Right. I don't know why that made I'm... me so mad. But like there's just so many things in this card that are just mean little digs at us. <laughs> well, considering Ooh, actually I'm wondering if this is actually Savathun playing with us. You said the name. You I know. said the name. I know. I know. The reason being so when Flamin read the card, your immediate thought was Eris, right? Well, you just hear three eyes and you think Eris. Right. Well, there's another lore book where the Witch Queen is trying to talk to us, trying to trick us, called Truth to Power. And one of those tricks was she wrote to us as Eris saying that Eris was originally from a Russian um, place, uh, St. Petersburg. Oh, yeah. And it talks about playing in St. Petersburg as children, doesn't it? Well, it, it talked about how Eris got some of her memories of her last, you know, her first life. But and it talks about she- her as a child there. Yeah. Which but, kind of goes with the... But it's all a trick. <laughs> so the fact that like I'm linking the fact that 
the witch queen's playing at being heiress and you know saying oh yeah i remember my first life i was in russia to the fact that there's russian here i don't like this i don't like this one bit trust me i don't either i just can't believe you said savathun i think orchid's gonna lose her mind when she hears that oh yeah oh yeah also, too, under that same, in that same, like, letter with the Russian pathetic, it also says, I did not go to Mars. I will not go to the Dreaming City. There is only the plan. Yes. Which so, apparently so, ends with meeting you at your throne. So, I did not go to Mars, meaning she didn't go to get the hive that are on Mars. She will not go to the Dreaming City because there is now a curse on the Dreaming City. <laughs> there is only the plan. She's trying to find a way to trick her worm. And that's the plan that I'm thinking this is referring to. Like, I think this is all the Witch Queen. But it's it's really weird. And the fact that it's all like undelivered up until delivered. I have been inside. I have nothing but beautiful and violent words for my report. I will meet you at your throne. Like if you read that as a hive, beautiful and violent words, or and Ahamkara. I don't know. I don't like this card anymore. It's making my brain hurt more than the last one. And I thought more <laughs> words would help. Bottom line is, we don't know. Um, but this could be related to the Hive. It could be related to Ahamkara. Um, I just... Like, there's a lot of trickery going on here, and I I don't like it. You know what the biggest thing that bugs me about the lore? There's not necessarily a, yep, that's it type of thing. You know, it's like, oh, this could be that. This could be that. Hey, what does that mean? It's like, I just want some answers and some confirmation. It's like, it bugs hey. me, but it's like, it's hey. so interesting too read the dwindler ridge saga there's like that is just if they leave yeah, it but right that's where forever it is now for any answers well yeah five you years. can only tell somebody to read that now <laughs> <laughs> all right why don't i go ahead and move on to our last card for the night which is titled honored pride flutters in petra's throat like a trapped bird she doesn't know whether she will fly away or drop dead. As the elevator descends, she looks left at Ilan, and then right at Aldrin. She shuffles in her gleaming floral armor. From exile as tower emissary to this is incredible. Unbelievable. She does not deserve it. This is real, she whispers, unable to stop herself. Aldrin smiles, 
But Ellen makes a warning gesture. Be silent. Music begins to swell as the elevator settles. At the center of the room, the paladins and the rest of the Illin's techunes are arrayed around Riven, of course, and her breath catches Mara. She can't help shooting another quick glance at Aldrin. How? His smile widens. Petra sets her jaw, pulls her shoulders back, stands strong and tall. A chorus of 30 sings them into the Hall of Names. The air is sweet with lavender, and there are hundreds of candles lit all around the room. And even at this distance, she can see Hallam is verklempt. This is as good as a homecoming as she could ever imagine, more than she ever deserved. When they reach the dais, she kneels. Aldrin and Ilan proceed past her so that they can acknowledge the queen and her waiting counselors. The song ends, the music quells. Aldrin and Ilian speak together, and their voices ring out fierce and true. Your grace, we here present to you Petra Venge, your loyal servant, wherefore all you who are come this day to witness her homage and service. Do you acknowledge her? Petra cannot see anything but her own distorted reflection and her polished sabatons. She closes her eyes. I do, Mara says, and Petra's throat tightens. Aldrin and Ilian turn synchronized. Petra Venge, are you willing to take the oath? I am willing, Petra manages, struggling to steady her voice. Will you solemnly promise and swear to protect our people, our holdings, our territories, and our immaterial interests? I solemnly promise so to do. Will you to your power cause law and justice and mercy to be executed in all your judgments? I will. Will you to the utmost of your power uphold your hospital duties in defense of your queen's life? Will you execute and preserve, invoidably, the orders of your queen? And will you preserve unto your dying breath the secrets committed to your charge? All this I promise to do. Then rise, Mara says, and declare yourself. Petra lifts her head to find Mara's eyes. Let it be declared that the oath which I have here before promised, I, Petra Venge, will perform and keep. Mara smiles and steps forward with a fresh forged knife. Then receive this blade, brought now from the forges of Interomnia. With this blade, do justice. Stop the growth of inequity. Restore the things that are gone to decay. Maintain the things that are restored. Punish and reform the things that are amiss and confirm the things that are in proper order. That doing these things, you may embody my will and become my wrath. May the hunt be good. May the hunt be good, echoes the assembly. Petra does not see the cynical glance that passes between Leona and Pavel, who have both served the queen faithfully for decades. She does not see the way Riven tastes the air. She sees Mara 
and Mara alone. Okay. So I'm going to go back up to the top. <laughs> so what does it mean when it says from exile as tower em- emiss- emissary? Like So in D1, there was an event at the very beginning of D1 called the Queen's Wrath. She was the emissary from the reef that was the vendor. Um, it was a way of getting endgame level loot by just doing PvE stuff without doing a raid or anything like that. And she was the one appointed because she had disgraced herself in the Reef Wars. So she went from exile as Tower Emissary to the actual Queen's Wrath. Okay. Well, shit. Shoot. Right? What am I, I don't know what I'm allowed to say. That's yeah, all good. I mark this it all as acceptable. explicit. I'll allow okay. it. Oh, shoot. So this is the whole, like, Petrovenge officially becoming The Queen's Wrath. Wrath. Yep. Yeah. So this is That's... after Shur's disappearance, before Mara's death. Well, I'd hope so. yeah 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 i do the lame jokes here um it's important to see you know like when petra became like the official queen's wrath because we know that she was the wrath after um sure we also know that mara wasn't a huge fan of her at first um becoming the wrath (laughs) yeah Mostly because they came to her about appointing a new wrath right after Shur's disappearance slash right. death. She was like, um, how about we not talk about this? Yeah. Uh, there's a few words in there I want to point out. So, verklempt means overcome with emotion. So, uh, right when it says, and even at this des- distance, she can see Halam is verklempt. Uh, the next one is Sabaton. But who is Halam? That I don't know. That's the first time I've seen that name. As long as we all don't know. <laughs> uh, obviously, it's a person. but <coughs> And it's an awoken person. But outside of that, I don't know. Um, let me check Ishtar real quick. Halam is actually seen a couple times in lore. He's a paladin. Halam is a paladin. Now the question is, why is this paladin so verklempt? That I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I, I don't know. There might be a 
personal relationship with Petra. But I, I don't know. Um, but what are some of your other potentially problematic words? Sabaton. So Sabaton is a part of a knight's body armor that covers the foot. Which I, I was thinking checks. like, yeah, like foot, calf, something like that. Yep. And the last one, Sospital. Beneficial, benefactor, savior. How was that one used? Uphold, oh, yeah, your sauce. Uphold your hospital duties. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. These all track? Damn right they do. <laughs> because definitions mean things. Like the definition of a meal. Anyways, we're still on this card. Oh, shut um, up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is there any reason in particular Mara hands her a special knife? Do we know anything about this knife? Well, it might be part of just the Queen's Wrath ceremony. I find it a little interesting because Petra totally gives off Hunter vibes and now she has a special knife. Well, and, and if you play the very first mission in, in uh, Forsaken, um, where the actual prison break happens, she's twirling a knife. Mm-hmm. We might have actually seen this knife. Probably was that knife. Don't they also have an emote, too, where you're yes. pretty much doing the same thing? Okay, yeah. Yes, they do. I don't know why she gets all sedentary vibes. It's probably them hips. Well, and like... Whenever I think of a hunter, it's usually an awoken female. Why? I don't know. Hunter and awoken female? Honestly, I couldn't tell you why. I think of an awoken male when I think hunter. I don't know why. Maybe Hyven's hunter is an awoken male. Oh, that was a burp. Excuse me. So this one, I will say, is not as confusing as, like, the other ones you yeah. know there's like little bits but it's definitely like I very can... straightforward other, otherwise yeah cause it's it's like you know you can tell that like Petra is in a way I think you know she's excited because you know she's becoming the queen's wrath wraith wrath yeah wrath um and well, and especially she, since she was exiled before. Yeah. And she's also kind of like, I'd say maybe like a little, not nervous, but like. No, I totally got nervous vibes. Anxious, like, nervous. Yeah, anxious. Like, I and, feel like she was yeah. like, I'm either going to become the wrath or I'm going to be killed. One or the other's happening here. Like... Well, and like going <laughs> into the ceremony she kind of knew what was happening but because of her place in society in awoken society it kind of felt like this is a dream it's just weird to me i do get like very nerve like nervous vibes like she keeps acting like she's gonna be killed or something well because she went from being you know exiled and disgraced 
to being second in command. Yeah, like, well, because Petra kicks butt and then kills Aldrin. <laughs> like, I mean... Two shots the, were fired. The only thing I can think of... I didn't shoot. I, I think I shot. I'm pretty sure Hyven says he shot. And I like. What about you, Flamin? Did you shoot? Hell yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't. I'm, I, I'm, I'm of the camp that both of us shot. Girl. Oh, wait. Is it the decision of who shot? Because I yes. heard two shots. Because I heard the Did Petra shoot two shots? Did you shoot two shots? Or did one of you both get one shot off? I heard both, because I heard the they Ace both of Spades at the same time. and the, what's it called? The Stupid Side Army. Dynasty. Yep. I haven't gotten one of those lately. Um, sucks. It's nice. Yeah. But I heard both of those, like Elmas was saying at the exact same time. You're wrong. I didn't shoot anybody. Anyway, so <laughs> so like I was saying, I mean that um, Petra goes from being a total outcast because she disgraced herself in the Reef Wars and everything like that to being second in command. It's like you got sent, you know, a dishonorable discharge from the army, and then you're made vice president. I mean. Yeah. Crazier things have happened. I mean, that's the only real world thing I can think of is that, like, quite literally. It's it's a good it's a good example. I'm just saying, crazier things have happened. <laughs> yeah. But like now, you can start seeing why she's nervous, why she's anxious, because. She's Probably going through the ceremony. She's gonna like kill her mid ceremony because they're mad about it. Because the woken people are a cray. Well, like even more than that, I mean, she feels like she doesn't belong there. Yeah. Um, I get that. Yeah, right at the very beginning. Um, her breath catches. Mara. She can't help shooting another quick glance at Aldrin. How? His smile widens. Like, you can start seeing some of the, the physical manifestations of, of what's going on. Like, yeah. how, how am I here? This has to be a dream. I'm just glad this one was not as confusing as the other ones. <laughs> but it was like I... so much more plain. My brain went from like incomprehensible to like, all right, this was a ceremony. This was chill. She was nervous. Kudos, Petra. Yeah. Yeah. And now my brain is just like, well, that was too much. It's bedtime. We went from dark, dark and confusing, dark and confusing. 
it's a ceremony. Yeah, we went like murder, <laughs> maybe murder. Not sure what's going on here, but somebody's cutting out eyeballs to basically might as well have been as soft as a wedding. Pretty much. And my brain can't. So but that's the <laughs> Right? <laughs> So catch us next week for part three, where we probably go through very similar cycles of, huh? <laughs> right. So confused. Right. Flamin. <laughs> and with that being said, Flamin, sweet, sweet shout, shout out. Just gotta represent the dead and forgotten. Is that what it is? The dead yeah. and forgotten? Yeah. yeah. yeah that is shout out to the clan leader we have our little cute bracelets have you seen our cute little bracelets you have bracelets where's hyven's bracelet oh well he wasn't in the dream nice so you're shouting out star then yeah pretty much and everybody star and Bell. you know yep. yeah star and, and Bell. sean yep well sean he's we never shout sean yeah yeah no. No. <laughs> so weird. Flamin's like best friends with all of my family. It's so weird. He's family adjacent. He's so family adjacent. It's hysterical. Yeah. You know, one one thing I will say though, even though the original clan that I met you guys all in isn't around per se anymore. It's no am... new thing. I am glad that I was in that clan. Yeah. I mean, I think all of us who either diverged from it or stuck around with it to create something new, you know, I think that the core group of really awesome people who were in there were able to stay together. I think a lot of the toxicity was flushed out through it all, and it did separate everybody into, you know, like two or three clans, but it turned out to be like a really nice, like, situation where we might all be different clans now but we still all get to like chill and hang and play with each other and podcast with each other and like i think it was worth it for all of us yeah oh yeah flaming and i like playing with each other with their bananas (laughs) (sighs) (laughs) any other shout outs flaming you don't have to have any other shout outs Okay. Oh, that's that kind of it. Totally Just gotta cute. shout out the clan. Yeah. Okay. As for myself, Ishtar Collective, as always, um, shout out to the folks at Focus Fire Chat, Green Eyed Music Lover, and Blue Crew 86. We're going to be on in a couple hours. See you there. Yes. Um, and shout out to my clan, the ones who actually stuck around, because yeah, we had an ad. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. So, like, we had a clan meeting today, and or an admin meeting for the clan to come up with, like, what are some issues we saw this past quarter or this past season? Are there any, you know, things we want to come up with for the next season? Because we're starting to get up there in members, and there's a hundred member limit, 
and we're mm-hmm. currently sitting at like 93. Yeah. So, well, toss some people over to the dead and forgotten if you uh, get too many. You definitely have so your always, sister clan over there. Always clan Apex, too. I could change the name of that and, you know, have it, you know, be like <laughs> Guardians of Lore 2 or whatever, you know. I, I can... already have a Guardians of Lore. Oh, wait. What's your clan called? Dredgens of Lore? Dredgens of Lore. Mine is Guardians of Lore, and it's just me and Avnir representing. So, yeah. There's already a Guardians of Lore clan. I just don't do anything with it because I'm a horrible clan leader. But Avnir is, like, sticking it out. I, I love the head bobbing you were doing there. Yeah. Well, eventually, I might just tell Avnir to actually go join the Dead and Forgotten. Um, that way, Hyven's got another PC player in his clan, and Avnir can actually get clan bonuses. So, Avnir, if you're listening, that's totally an option. Or if you want to stick it out with me, we'll crush this next season. I mean, probably not, but we'll try. We'll give it our best shot. Yeah, you will. <laughs> um, so, I guess that's one of my shout outs. Uh, I also want to shout out Flamin for joining us tonight. This was total last minute uh, Saturday. I was still kind of sleeping off all of the flu and the nonsense I had had, and Hyven wasn't feeling great. Um, so we postponed to Monday night, which is right now. Um, Hyven, obviously, Burger King got him down. He's finally starting to feel a little bit better now. And Orchid uh, sadly shoehorned her back. So we send much yeah. love to both of them. Um, we love both of our other hosts, but Flamin was able to hop in real quick. Uh, Hyven and I were sitting there watching an episode of Survivor and I quickly like messaged Flamin through the Xbox app and next thing I know it like pops up like a little notification it's like message from Daddy Flamin and Hyven's like what? <laughs> and I was like oh I messaged him through my phone I forgot it would pop up here <laughs> he was like so <laughs> confused <laughs> I'm like sneaking around on him with Daddy Flamin uh, <laughs> yeah especially since he's across the country <laughs> right <laughs> um but yeah, so definitely shout matches. out. Yeah, shout out to and Thanks so much for um, just being ready and willing to come join our craziness, especially with these cards that make no sense and hurt everyone's brain. Um, we really appreciate that. Uh, shout out to Orchid. Um, we love you. We hope you feel better soon. You are fabulous. Cheese is a meal. Tree searchers for life. Uh, <laughs> And shout out to my hubbies uh, because I love him in a squishy face. And um, yeah, he's just super, super great, you guys. Um, yeah. I don't really have much else to say. Like, I could go on and on about how much I love him and how great he is, but that could be like its whole own podcast and nobody would listen to it because it'd be really vomit inducing. Um, it would have one episode. Yeah. But he's got an adorable little face, you guys. He does. I just love it so much. I love it so much. And since you're going to be listening to this, feel better, Orchid. Yes. So to the pretty and, girl. And, and Hyven. To the pretty girl and the handsome hubby. Um, we love you both. I'll be back next week. Um, Hopefully. I don't know. My, one of the attorneys in my firm always says, like, God willing and the creek don't rise. So, yeah, I guess we'll go with that one. 
well, even though I don't lives near a creek. So. I know. I was like, I don't know if I live near a creek, but yeah. 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 That always tells me before I leave the house, don't die out there. <laughs> There's a comedian that I love. He talks about the difference between um, like the instruction he used to give his son and the instruction he used to give his daughter. Because like with his daughter, like when they were younger, it was really simple. Like just don't be stupid. Don't jump off a tree. Like really easy stuff. Uh, you know, don't jump into a van with a stranger. But now that they're older, the daughter, it's like, don't drink after, don't drink your drink after you've set it down unattended at a party. Like, don't do this. You got to watch out for this. Park near lit areas. Da 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 da. And he's like, and then for my son, it's like, all I got to do is be like, drive safe, don't rape. And like, that's solid advice. And if anybody gets mad at that, they're, they're the rapist. So I, that's Chad Daniels for anybody who wants to go listen to the full sketch. He's hysterical. All of his sketches are amazing. Um, that is a good point, though. The Christmas concert. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good Ivan point, I, though. Like, it's hysterical. We've like totally just like embraced this philosophy of life. Like, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, if they're happy and they're not hurting anybody, just let them be and like let them like you do you, boo. And I'm like, it's true. Like, life can be summed up with like drive safe, don't rape. Like, that's all you need. Like, as long as you're following those two principles, like you and I are good. We are chill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So My dad those are some. Says, Drive safe. Don't do anything stupid, and don't die out there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he gets it. Oh, yep. Pretty much. Well, the real exact daddy flaming, y'all. He gets it. Yep. <laughs> would Would that be granddaddy flaming? I mean, it really just depends on if flaming's your daddy or not. Who's your daddy? Oh. All right, so with all of this weirdness, uh, anyway, <laughs> last-minute reminders. Yeah, so reach out to us on Twitter, at Guardians underscore Lore, at Hey It's Orchid, at Mrs. underscore Hyven, or at I underscore Am underscore Elemist. Email us at Guardians underscore Lore at Outlook.com. Find us on Instagram at Guardians so Flore. Uh, <laughs> for real, Guardians of Lore. No dashes or underscores or anything. Because those were taken. Life sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> leave a review or jump into our Discord. Or, if you feel like it, do all of it. Yay! Drive safe, don't rape. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, have a good night, guys. And as Celia said to him, join us. That's not what she said. Kona, shut up. She speaks intense words. She does. She's kind of a bitch. Kona, do you need to go lay down, Daddy? (laughs) Chill. Well, now I'm super distracted. Is that a Cheesecake Factory bag behind you? No. There's a sandwich shop a couple blocks away. Yeah. Like I usually, I'm hungry. I usually pick it up for dinner on my oh. way back. Well, I hope it was delish. It was. It usually is.
event for vest dash b otdr dash four dash rel damn <laughs> you're crushing this right <clears throat> information received oh okay i'm I can't with that O, sorry. That's a timestamp. All right, I'll save these epiphanies for after you read the cards. <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. Uh, hold on. Did you just change that to Russian? Or was it already Russian? I think that was already Russian. <laughs> He's Russian to it. figure it out. Oh my no. god, I'm gonna go get food while this bad pun is made. Ah, pathetic. No, you're pathetic. Oh, that's what I that's what I found for it. <laughs> boys, boys, you're all pathetic. No, no, that's what the Russian actually meant. I grasped that. I also know that you were just making a bad joke. I made a worse one. Yeah. I'm proud of you. You pretend to be aloof. Wait, did I say that right? Aloof? Aloof? You pretend aloof. to... Aloof. Okay. Undelivered. Damp. Both crows have been sundered. What? I can't sundered. read. Sundered. Sundered? What does that even mean? Like a sundered? I don't know. We'll look it up after. Okay. Oh, and I didn't even say that right. That's crowns. I said crows. Forceful looping script. Wait, was I supposed to read that? I'm not sure how to read that. Forceful looping script. So I just. Yep, it was perfect. Okay. One more time for the track. <laughs> yep. Petra cannot see anything but her own distorted reflection and her polished sabatons. Sabatons? Sabatons? That looks like batons, but like an essay. Sabatons. I'm going to say sabatons. Perfect. Will you, to the utmost of your power, uphold your so 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 Fuck. Sospital. 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 Okay. Will you execute and preserve and avoid... Fuck. Just fuck. Inavoidably. Let it be declared that the oaths which I have here performed... Okay. You got this. Maybe. 